0: On today's Feast of the Holy Trinity, it is just so easy to get lost in doctrine and theology, forgetting that doctrine and theology are and must always be placed at the service of divine love, which this feast is really all about. The mystery of the Trinity is the mystery of the unveiling of divine love and revealing the inner life of God who calls all people into intimacy with him. Now the Hebrew scriptures are adamant on two points. First, God alone is the author of all that exists. When the Lord was asked what his name was, he responded to Moses in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, ea Asher ea, which means I am who I am. It also means I am the source of all being. It can also mean I am being itself. In other words, there are no other gods. There are no other goddesses. God alone is the source of all that exists but he is infinitely beyond what he creates, and he must never be confused with what he creates. God creates the tree, but he is not in the tree. God creates the stars, but he is not in the stars. When all creation ceases to exist, and as contemporary physics tells us will eventually happen, God shall remain God. When God creates, therefore, there can only be one motive. Love. And this points us to the second truth. God calls all men into a relationship with him as his chosen people, Israel, and as individuals, from shepherds to kings, workmen to prophets, men and women. This God who is the source of all, but infinitely transcends all, calls every person to intimacy with him. And this reveals something about our nature, however terribly fallen and defective it is. We are created to desire this intimacy with God, to accept this intimacy, and to live in this intimacy. We are most authentically human when we respond to the divine love with love. The mystery of the Holy Trinity calls us to a third conclusion. Authentic love is always relational. Authentic love is never solitary. Authentic love is always a reaching out from the self to embrace the other and to take the other into the self. But if God is one, how can he love as Father, as Son, and Holy Spirit? Doesn't this violate the oneness of God? The Hebrew scriptures give us a hint about the interior life of God. In the creation account of Genesis chapter one, after God created the material universe and the living creatures, he prepares to create man. But the Hebrew text suggests that man is created in a way that is entirely different from the rest of creation. There seems to be an intense deliberation by God in forming man. We are told in verse 26 Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Notice the plural. God is one and cannot be divided. But being one does not mean that God is solitary within himself. An authentic love cannot be solitary. Then there's that wonderful encounter between Abraham and his wife, Sarah, and three strangers in Genesis chapter 18, verses one through 11. Now Abraham realizes that these three strangers, walking outside in the desert during the hottest part of the day, were not near men. He instinctively understood these were angels, messengers from God, and following his instincts, Abraham addressed all three of them But every time he did, he would say, my Lord. Not my Lords, but my Lord. And when the three addressed Abraham, the text says, they said to Abraham, meaning the three spoke, but as one. From the very beginning, the churches understood these texts to refer to the mystery of the Trinity. In our tradition, you'll see there's an icon at the entrance of the sanctuary, based on an icon by a Russian monk by the name of Rublev, And he draws three angels around a table, the three messengers around, around the hospitality of Abraham, representing the Trinity. What the Hebrew scriptures imply The New Testament scriptures make clear God is not solitary within himself. He is an unbroken, undivided communion of love expressed in the intimacy of Father and of Son and of Holy Spirit. Each loves, but in unique personal ways without dividing love. The Father loves by sending the Son into the world for us. The Son loves by offering himself in our flesh as the supreme atonement and sacrificial offering for all sin, for all people, for all time. The Holy Spirit loves by guiding us, as we heard in the gospel, into the fullness of truth. However personal, however unique, it is one divine love calling man into an intimate relationship with God. The mystery of the Trinity reveals something about us. We were created to be the recipients of divine love. We were created with the ability to perceive and respond to divine love. We were created to share divine love with others. The one common vocation all people share is to receive and to give authentic love. We are empowered to reach out from within ourselves and give to the other, to receive the other into the self and if necessary, to sacrifice the self for the sake of the other. The mystery of the Holy Trinity far from being some cold, meaningless, sterile doctrine, reveals that the love God has within himself from which all that exists came into being, the love that poured itself out for us to free us from sin and death and give us eternal life is the model of love that we are graced to share with each other. And therein lies our true dignity. And to settle for anything less results in a monstrous distortion of who we are, who we were created to be, and what we are empowered to do.